got to, we're, we're appreciative for those in, um, that's there, those um, <clears throat> invisible uh, uh, hearers, but they are visible, so we're thankful and grateful for them. <clears throat> this morning, we're going to talk about, uh, in God's word, um, about the way. It, it, I found and I discovered that a lot of times we, we desire God, we want to be more intimate with God, but the pathway uh, that he has taken uh, seems to um, escape or elude when it comes down to, to the body of Christ. And we just want to teach this morning, and we're going to, we're going to start, first of all, in uh, the book of Second Samuels. The book of Second Samuels is where we're going to start this morning in chapter number, <coughs> chapter number 22 in the book of Second uh, Samuels. We're going to we're going to begin there, Amen. We're going to begin there, and uh, we're going to walk along and see what the Lord is saying to us to be able to to uh, uh, walk that pathway wherein God has called for all of us to be, Amen. Second Samuel's chapter number twenty-two. Let's pray, Father. We thank you now. We give you praise and we give you glory. We honor you, Lord God, and we thank you, Father God, for the many blessings that you have bestowed upon us. And now, Father God, we pray in the name of Jesus, Lord God, that you would just uh, remove me out of the way. We pray, Father God, for your blessed Holy Spirit, who is the teacher, that he will come and he will teach us all things, the things that we need to know that pertaineth to him. And, Lord God, we ask, Lord God, that you allow me to decrease. And, Father God, take full control. And we thank you for it right now. This we ask in your son Jesus' name. Amen and amen and amen. <clears throat> All right, Second Samuel chapter number 22. We want to talk about what we call the way this morning. The way. The way. Second Samuel chapter number 22, uh, beginning reading at verse, <clears throat> verse number, uh, we're going to read 29, but we're also going to look at, focus on verse 31. But verse 29 says, for thou art my lamp. So he's saying here, the psalmist is saying, Samuel is saying here that God is our lamp. He's our light. He says, O Lord, and the Lord will lighten my darkness. So if we're operating in ignorance or if we're operating in obscurity, we can understand that God is our lamp. He is the one that gives us the light to be able to come out of that darkness. Because we're talking about the way. Now, verse 31 says, as for God, his way is what? Perfect. As for God, his way is perfect. As for God's way, it says his way is perfect. I took liberty of looking up that word perfect there. Now, the word perfect there does not mean mature in this particular part of the scriptures. The word perfect there means integrity, huh? uh, it means truth, it means undefiled, without blemish, and it also means complete. So God's way, it says God's way is perfect. God's way is a way of integrity. God's way is a way of truth. God's way is a way of without blemish. And the only way we can become without blemish is through Jesus Christ which is the power and the wisdom of God. 
So we want to look at the way of God because oftentimes it evades the body of Christ. It evades most people when we begin to look at the way of God. We don't seem to always know how we're to go through the way and find out the way, the path that God has taken. So oftentimes we find ourselves following our flesh. But God says in his word, he says that make no provisions for the flesh. But so often we make provisions for the flesh. And we make, and that word provision there, you know, you know, the resources that the flesh or the appetite the flesh loves, we, we're not to make any provisions. In other words, when we're operating in flesh, we can't make any excuses. We're just operating in flesh. But that's not the way of God. So God said his way is perfect. His way is a way of integrity. So we have to check out if we're going to walk in the way of God and God is going to show us how we walk in, uh, in the way of him. We got to understand that we have to begin to walk in integrity. And integrity is nothing but our character. We have to walk in the way of truth. Now, God is a God of truth. The word of God says, Jesus says, I, I, I am the way, the truth, and the life. So we have to walk in truth, absolute truth. That is the way of God. So we also have to be undefiled. Some, so often we find ourselves uh, caught up in the things of the world. And we have to realize that when we get caught up in the things of the world, that we defile ourselves. That's why we have to be careful whom we allow to speak into us. Because oftentimes, this week I had the uh, opportunity to talk with Courtney out of New York who listens um, by the way of iPod. And she was saying that she had a friend that told her because her mother was uh, brain dead in the hospital in ICU, anyone that had the Holy Ghost power could raise up from that condition. And I'm like, wait, what's wrong with this picture? If that be the case, there will be no need for a hospital. There will be no need for no doctor. There will be no need for a nurse. There's so much bad teaching out there. I have the Holy Spirit, but, you know, to say I can go raise up in and everybody, now that makes me God. And, and so we don't possess that kind of power. We don't say to God, God, uh, you know, I, I'm going to raise this person up. I'm going into the hospital. I'm going to raise up everybody that's sick. No, that's God's job. So there's so much uh, um, miscommunication or misunderstanding when it comes down to the word of God. But here in, in, in 2 Samuel, Verse number 31, he said his way is perfect. Then he says, the word of the Lord is tried. Whenever we speak the word of God, that word is going to be going to try us. The word is tried. But it also says that the word is a buckler. In other words, the word is a protector like Sister Sandra and, and Sister Faith saw this week. The word is a protector because when, 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 the, when the vehicle hydroplane and went in the air, God, the word of God was right there that, to, to have for that cushion. I mean, because they could have died. Many people that hit trees end up dead. But the word became a protector. The word became a, a defense. The word became a shield for them. So that's how important the word is. The enemy would love for us not to get into the word and understand what the word is saying. But the way of God is the way we want to talk about. Now, let's move to Psalm 77, and we will discover the way of God. What? We understand that, that God's way is, is a way of integrity, a way of truth, and it's a shield, uh, and it's tried. 
But now let's go a little bit further and let's talk about the way. Psalm 77 is where we're going to talk about the way. Because we want to talk about the way and uh, a little bit more. Psalm 77. And we're going to look at verse number 13 first. Amen. Talking about the way. Verse 13 says, the way of God is in the what? Sanctuary. Is that not interesting? The way of God is in the sanctuary. Who is so great a God as our God? So I looked. To, I took the liberty once again to look up the word way. The word way there, it means it's, it's a road. Not only is, is it a road, but it's, it's a course. It, it is a, it's, it's, a, it's a road that has been trodden, and it's an open passageway, or it's an open passage designed for communication from one city to the next. You think about the roads that you travel. A road is different from a highway. But here we're talking about the, the way, the way, the way that God is wanting us to travel. God has already prepared the way that we must travel. So it says it's, it's designed for communication, going from one city to another, and it's also designed for, to be able to travel from one spiritual plane to another. In other words, from earth to heaven, okay? So when we can look at that in the, in the spirit realm rather than the natural, we will understand a little bit more about the way that God wants us to travel, which is through the sanctuary. Now, we got to understand, because the road has been trodden, that means somebody else has already laid out the course before we even uh, take, have taken this road. Let's look at Hebrew chapter number 4. Now, we're going to come back to Psalms uh, as well now, that same, ch uh, same chapter. But let's look at Hebrew chapter number four because we're talking about the way we're talking about the way talking about the way talking about the way it has already been trodden someone has already uh, uh, mapped out the course that we have to travel hebrews chapter number four and we're going to look at verse number 14 are we there hebrew chapter number 14 ch chapter number four verse number 14 it says, seeing then that we have a what? A great high priest that is passed into the heavens. So if we have a high priest that has passed into the heavens, that means he has already marked the course. He's already traveled the road that we've got to travel. Okay? So we can't use the excuse to say we don't, we don't know which way to go. But God tells us in his word the way we need to go. And then he sets the example. He says, seeing then that we have a great high priest that is passed into the heavens, Jesus, the Son of God, let us hold fast our, prof our profession. So the passageway that we have to travel on the way has already been set. The course has already been, been mapped out. Now, verse 15 says, for we have not a high priest which cannot be touched with the feeling of our infirmities so we can't say god don't understand because he's already went down this path he already has mapped out the way for us to travel he knows everything that we're going to face he knows those things that are past present 
and the future. So the Bible says he has been touched. It's not that he's been touched. He cannot be touched with the feelings of our infirmities, but was in all points. What's that next word? Tempted. Like we are yet without sin. So we can't say, well, God, you, you, you don't understand what I'm going through. The word of God says he's already been tempted. It's, well, how's God tempted? Well, he's God. He, he goes down the same path. He's been down the same path. He's telling us to go down. So therefore, he understands what we are facing, what circumstances that, we, that comes into our life every day. But then there is a way. It talks about that the way is designed, the road is designed. It's like a city going from one city to the next. Spiritually, it's going from one plane to another. So, okay, God, how is it that the way is set up in a place like from city to city? There's a destination. So I, I took the liberty to go to Hebrew chapter number 11, dealing with this city. Let's talk about the city a little bit. There's somebody that is also that has traveled this path, okay? Now, we're talking about the way. Now, Hebrews chapter number 11. Because remember now, it's, 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 it's designed, the way is designed for communication from earth to heaven, from heaven to earth. It's been designed, it's been set up for that type of communication. Now, uh, Hebrews chapter 11, verse number 8 says, By faith who Abraham... When he was called to go out into a place which he should after receive for an inheritance, he obeyed and he went out not knowing whether he went. Now let's look at verse number 10. Verse 10 says, for he looked for what? He looked for a city. Yeah. Remember that it, it says it's, 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 the city is designed to communicate from city to city. From a spiritual plane to another spiritual plane. From earth to heaven. It's designed. The road is designed. It's set up for that way. Here Abraham, he is looking for that particular city. He's looking for an encounter. But that word city also means something else. That word city also means in the Greek, it means warfare. It means battle. So on this road that we're going to travel, uh, called, called the way because it's a road, we can expect to have some battles. We can expect to have some warfare. A lot of times we don't want battles, we don't want any warfare, but we have to understand that these things are going to come. We're going to have some warfare. We're going to have some situations that's going to go on in our life. But look what else he talks about. This was not a natural city that he sees. Thank you, Holy Spirit. The battles that we are all are experiencing right now are not the normal, everyday battle. Why? Spiritual. Let's look at this. Verse 10 says, For he looked for a city which had what? What's the next word? Foundations. Foundations has an S on it. When you're looking at a building, a house, when you're talking about a, a foundation, the foundation is the sub, sub, uh, uh, substru uh, structure uh, for the building. So it's talking about having foundations with an S. So we know that it has to be spiritual rather than, than physical or natural. He's looking for something that is not here upon this earth. 
He's looking for that city. There are some spiritual warfare. There's some battles that goes on. But there are many foundations to every battle. We are to learn something from every battle, from every warfare that we encounter. Amen. If we don't learn anything from whatever we've gone through, what's going to happen? We're going to go right around to the same place again, right? Anybody been there besides me? <laughs> Amen. Amen. You see, so we can, what lesson? God says, I asked God this week, I said, God, what lesson are we to learn from whatever the situation or the encounters we are having in today's life? What lesson are we to learn? If we don't learn the lesson and we don't recognize the lesson that God is uh, allowing us to see, we will go right back out and go through that test once again. And sometimes we'll go through the same test over and over and over and over until we learn the lesson. But we're talking about these foundations. That, that, that word foundations, with this, it excited me because that let me know there's some levels to something. That there are some levels, foundations. And you see, Christ is our foundation, you know. But here he's talking about there are some foundations. Now, in the book of Revelation, it talks about a city that, that had 12 foundations. So we know we don't see that here. It's not on the earth. So what's happening is that way that God is speaking to us, he says these foundations, there are many levels that we're going to have to experience, we'll have to go through. Each one is each one are different. But the fact remains is still the way of God. One time we may go through one way, one situation, and we may go through the same situation but in a different method or a different way. But there are different levels of foundations that we have to experience. But the thing is, God says, Brenda, I want our people, as well as yourself, to understand about my way. See, God's way is a, a way of holiness. God's way is a way of righteousness. God's way is a way of truth. So, it's okay, God, help me to understand a little bit more about your way. Because we want to travel the way that he's going, that he's already gone. And so many people miss the mark, God says. So many people miss the mark because we don't want to travel the way God has already set the course. So let's go back to uh, Psalm 77. <laughs> Psalm 77. Going back to Psalm 77. Amen. He talks about, he talks about how, in verse 13, the way of God is in the sanctuary. The way of God is in the sanctuary. It's okay, God. I know that the sanctuary is not a physical place. It's not the buildings that we come to on Sunday mornings or the time of fellowship or worship. So what is this place? What is this thing that God is saying uh, the way of God is in the sanctuary? Because sometimes we go through so many things in our life we don't have to go through. And even when there's some things that we're going through, then God also says this, you can still have peace in the midst of your storm. Amen. You still can have peace. So that word sanctuary, that means that sacred place. Hmm. You know, where divine worship and where divine service is carried on. See, the sanctuary is within here. See, this is where it takes place. God's way is within, the, within us, is within the sanctuary. It's not an external thing, and that's why we miss the way of God. Because, see, God has taken up his abode within us. This is where he walks. This is where he talks on the inside of us. But if our hearing has become dull, then we can't hear God speaks when he's speaking on the inside of us. We look oftentimes for an external voice 
to hear God rather than looking for the internal voice of God that's on the inside. So the Bible says the way, the way, the, the, the sanctuary. The sanctuary is that sacred place, that place that you have set aside. God said, this is the way I want you to go. If you're going to find me, if you're going to experience me, you've got to go the course that I've already set. And he says, uh, uh, my way is in the sanctuary, in that sacred place where you can steal away. There's nobody except you and God. God said, that's when I'm there. When, when you set some time apart, now, oftentimes we don't set time apart, just, just you and God or me and God. So the, the, that's so important. He says, now, that place of divine worship. In other words, that place where the world is not. <laughs> divine worship. Where the world is not. Have you ever been caught up in worship? No matter where you are, no matter how many people are around, it's just you and God. It's just you and God. God says, that's the way. That, that's the way that, that can shed the flesh. Because, see, flesh cannot enter in to where God wants us to go. See, flesh can't go there. So, so you got to do this thing within the sanctuary, that, that, sacred, uh, that sacred place. It, it's a place of holiness. God says his way, the way of God, is a place of holiness. That is a bad word today. Amen. <laughs> holiness. But the word of God says um, holiness without no man can see God. So, so if we're not operating in, in holiness, then we're not able to see God. Even in the worst of conditions, we, we can still see God. But sometimes when we're not operating in holiness or have not been in that sacred place, we can't see God. And I think Dr. Manley said uh, last week, uh, God says, and all things give God things. You know, uh, 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 all things work together for the good, for those that are called according to his purpose. Well, now listen. It's, well, I'm quite sure that when Sister Sandra and, and, and Sister Faith uh, had that accident and, 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 and the car hydroplane, I'm sure when they hit that tree, they didn't say, God, I give you thanks. <laughs> see, 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 but the thing is, God has already forewarned us in whatever situation it is, because see, with that, and, and, and with that divine worship, you know, that protection of God, with that divine worship, the time they had spent with God, it, will, it became a protector. Do we not know that when we enter into worship, at the time we set aside from God, just us and him, you, uh, me and him, you and him, that that particular time we set aside in worship, what happens? It becomes our protector. We may have did the worship yesterday, but tomorrow that same worship is, becomes our protector. Now, can you can we grab hold to that? You see, that's how God operates. That's how he works. So it, it, it's so important that we steal away and we spend time with God. We have to spend time with him. And, and where? In that sanctuary. It's set apart. It, it's set apart. The sanctuary is set apart for holy and religious uh, use. Now, how many times we said we're going to read our Bible and what we do is we got the TV on. And we, we reading God's word and we got television on. Well, your attention is divided. So who, who, who getting the most attention? Think about it now. Think about it. We can be real in the house. You know, we're trying to, we're saying we, we're reading God's word. We say we want more of God. We, we, we want to, 
to be able to perform the miracles of God. But yet when we sit down, we don't sit down in that sacred place. Because see, that sacred place uh, becomes our shield. It becomes our protector on down the road in, in future events. But what we do is we say, okay, God, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to read my Bible, but I'm also going to watch that worldly TV. Have you seen anything holy on that television? Because I, even the best of pictures, even the, the best of pictures now, what happens is you, you can see somebody uh, half-dressed and they, they, there's a lot of scenes, you know, that they ought not to be there. But then the flesh grabs its, grabs what its appetite desires to. It will grab hold to those things, but yet we say we're studying the Word of God. No, God says His way is in the sanctuary. His way is to shut down the worldly things, set, set some time apart for Him, because that is the way he, he travels. He is trying to show us something in divine worship. Now, three days ago, I think it's been three days ago, I, I had this dream, and, I, and to this day I'm still pondering, I'm still praying. And I thought somebody was breaking into the house, Minister Marshall. I thought somebody was breaking in the house because I heard this, this shadow of glass. And I'm like, it was so loud. It was in my left ear. It was so loud that it woke me up. And I looked around and I discovered there was nobody trying to break into the house. But something had failed. And when it failed, it, it shattered into pieces. So what I, I questioned God. I said, now God... What am, I, what am I to grasp from this? What am I to glean from this? What are you trying to tell me? God said, what you've got to do in order to understand what God is revealing to us, we've got to get in the sanctuary because that's where his way is. He will reveal to us the things that we need to know when we be still, when we quiet our minds, and then at that point, we're able to see what God is saying. So, okay, God, I understand about I've got to allow you to walk. This is where he walks. <laughs> and oftentimes we forget that because he lives within our sanctuary, he's walking around on the inside of us, and we will take him anywhere. See, that's how serious this thing is. See, we have to become God conscious about the one that's on the inside of us. Have, have you taken him someplace lately that he, he would not have been pleased to go? Or uh, 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 have we spoken something lately that, that he uh, who lives on the inside would not be pleased to hear? Think about it. See, he's, he's right there. He's right on the inside of us. He's walking around on the inside. And if we ever get to that place to understand that's how close God is, a lot of things that we say and do, we would not do. Why? Because the king is living on the inside. The king is living on, our, on the inside. Now, what happens when, 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 when God says, God says to me, Brenda, what happens when we don't do in the sanctuary as we are, as far as the sacredness? All right? Let's go to Genesis chapter number 3. Let's go to Genesis. Keep your place in Psalms 77 because we're going we're gonna to come back there. Let's go to Genesis chapter number 3. Chapter number 3. Genesis chapter number 3. Because one of the greatest teachers that we can find in the Bible is, is Adam. Adam and Eve, one of the, two of the greatest teachers that we ever want to learn a lesson from, we can learn it from them. Remember now, we're talking about the way. Now, whenever we're operating outside of the way, uh, that means we're operating in sin. This is what happens. Genesis chapter number 3. 
And we begin to read at verse number eight. Now we know that that we know we all know the story. How that that Adam and Eve they did contrary, opposite what God had spoken, told them to do. But yet they tried to hide themselves. And see, when we're walking in the way and walking in the sanctuary, God enjoys such intimacy. There's a great intimacy when we can allow Him to to walk in the inside of us. There's a great intimacy. Now, Genesis chapter 3, verse number 8 says, And they heard the voice of the Lord God. What was he doing? Walking in the world. The garden. See, the garden is our soul. See, they, they, they heard him walking in, in, on the, in the inside. They heard him walking. It says, In the cool of the day. And Adam and his wife, what did they do? They hid themselves. We're in Genesis chapter number 3. They hid themselves from what? From the presence of the Lord God amongst the trees of the garden. That's okay, God. <laughs> when they heard his voice, whenever we operate outside of the way, or outside the will of God, or we're caught up in, in sin, God says we do just like Adam and Eve did. What they did was when they heard the voice of God walking, they what they did was they hid themselves from the presence of God. And it says, right among the trees. Isn't that not like uh, oftentimes when we operate outside the will of God? When it says we, they hid themselves among the trees. In other words, they hid themselves among the world. Huh. They hid themselves among the world, among the trees. You know, so when, when, when we're outside of the way of God, the holiness of God, the sacredness of God, uh, the integrity of God, because, see, all this is in the way of God, the truth of God, then what happens in the body of Christ is we will hide ourselves among the trees. Now, the Bible says we are trees of righteousness, but there are also other kind of trees, because, see, there was those trees in the garden. See, we have to be careful who we hide ourselves among, because sometimes we can get with the wrong folk. Amen. And, and we want to camouflage. We, want, we, want, we, we do not want anybody to know about our nakedness. Huh. And that's what was going on here. The, 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 the relationship, thank you, Holy Spirit, the relationship that they had had with God because they had uh, not done what God, God had called for them to do, they had entered into a place they should not have gone. It caused them to hide from the presence of God. Have you ever been around somebody that you know that's really holy? I mean, they just walk with God, they love God, and it seems like they just spew God off. And when you're around them, and you know your life is not what it ought to be, or you may have uh, dipped somewhere you shouldn't have dipped. Amen. Then when you're right there among them people, you're like, you kind of shame. <laughs> you know, you know they, in other words, they fake. They, you, know, you put on this false front. Amen. You put on a false front and try to pretend to be a tree of righteousness. Knowing our lifestyle is not a tree of righteousness. Amen. Amen. We're talking about the way of God now. Because the way of God is in the sanctuary. And so that he's calling, he's calling this hour, he's calling for holiness and righteousness. That's what God's calling. He's calling for integrity. Is our character in check? Can we be identified as, as a true worshiper or a true child of God? I understand, you know, what God says to us a few um, months ago and, and, and Bible said that this is a word church. And we wrap back on this is a word, church, because we go into the word. Well, so God says to me, he said, we're not only challenge the people saying this is a word, church, 
but challenge them to the fact that this is a living word, church. What do you mean, God? In other words, they're living the word. Not speaking the word, but living the word in our everyday life. See, we can easily hide among the trees. See, the truth, the truth of, of our character is when we by ourselves and we were alone and we think nobody sees us, that tells the real test of who we really are. Amen. So, so we're talking about the, we're talking about the way. So they, they, they hide themselves among the trees of the garden. They hide themselves in the world. You know, they, 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 they've taken of that which has been forbidden. Now, verse number nine says, And the Lord God called hmm, unto Adam and said unto him, Where art thou? When, when we are missing from that sacred time that we spend with God, do we not know God shows up at the same place where we've been meeting him? Waiting for the next day. Huh. He's, wait, he's sitting there waiting on us because he knows that's the meeting place. So, so, so well, well, what happens is when we, when we don't show up at the meeting place, God says, where are you? We, we, we had a date every morning. Where are you? Uh, you used to get up five, six o'clock, and we spent time together. You, you had that sacred time with me. He says, he says, well, where are you? I'm looking for you. Well, where are you now? Where are you? You know, you, you, anybody ever been there? Well, you, man, well, you know, you, you, you got up early in the morning, and, and you couldn't wait to get down and see what God's going to say. And you sit and you commune, and, and, and you heard the Spirit of God speak to you, and all of a sudden we got so busy. Uh, we've stayed up so late that we oversleep. Thank be to God, God never oversleeps. Because he always keeps his time. Yeah, he's always there at that designated time that not he said, but we said it. We set that time up. We're going to get up 5 o'clock, 6 o'clock in the morning be with God. We set that time. But when he's he going to take his seat waiting on us, we are somewhere else doing something. Uh, uh, I've overslept. And who gets shortchanged in the day? God gets shortchanged. And then all of a sudden we get all these, these fiery dots coming up against us. And for some reason, the shield is not blocking. And we wonder what in the world is going on. Well, we missed our date this morning. We missed the date. See, he longs. See, that's his way. See, his way is in the sanctuary. He longs to be with the children of God. He, he longs for that worship. He, he longs for that fellowship. He longs for that. That's his way. But, but, but he says, where art thou, Adam? He remembers. He rem he re God does have a mind that remembers. <laughs> he remembers the time we spent studying his word. You know, setting aside, he remembers all of that. And, but when we're not there, when we're not there, next thing we know, God says, where are you? And then when the word of God comes forth, we say, ouch. We remember when the things that we used to do with God, we're no longer doing those things with God. Amen. Amen. So he questions. He says, where are thou? And then verse 10 says, and he said, I heard thy voice in the garden. Now, listen. He's hiding himself in the presence of God, but he can still hear God. Huh. He still hear God, but he's hiding from God. And the reason why he's hiding from God, because he's operating in a lifestyle scene. He, he did just what God told him not to do. So, so he says, I heard thy voice in the garden. And then he said, I was afraid. Huh. 
Because what? He said, I was naked. In other words, he, sometimes when we get caught up in a life of sin, we will lose that anointing, that, 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 the presence of God. We'll lose that, the presence of God. You know, the, sometimes we, we long to hear. Oh, my God, I hear. We long to hear that voice of God. And sometimes when God is not speaking, we can't figure out why he's not speaking. Well, we decided we stopped talking when we didn't show up. So now he says, he says, I was afraid because I was naked. And then he said, I hid myself. Sin will cause us to hide, try to hide from the presence of God. Because that's what he did. He tried to hide from the presence of God. He said, I heard your voice. I heard your voice. But I was afraid because I knew what I had done. And God said, wait a minute. Wait a minute. He said, I, I already knew before you did. So, so then we're still talking about the way. So he said, I hid myself. And then verse 11 says, and he said, who told thee that thou wast naked? Has thou eaten of the tree whereof I commanded thee that thou should have not eat? See, we have to be careful in the conversation that we have with God. Because, see, when he was trying to say, listen, I, I'm naked and I was afraid. I said, well, who you been listening to? That's why we have to be very careful to the voices that we listen to. Now, let's look at Job. Let's look at Job. Job 31. Job 31. We're almost done. Job chapter number 31. And then we'll go back to Psalm 77. And then we're going to be finished for the day. Job chapter number 31. Yeah, Job chapter number 31. Talk about the way. The way of the Lord is in the sanctuary. The way of the Lord is in the sanctuary. The way of the Lord is in the sanctuary. Now, uh, Job 31, looking at verse number 33. Because we're talking about the sin of Adam. He hid himself. Okay? Now, verse, verse 33 says in Job 31, he says, If I covered, Job is talking here, if I covered my transgressions as who? Adam. Now, see, transgressions there means rebellion or it means sin. See, if I covered my sin or my rebellion, like Adam, by hiding mine iniquity in my bosom. In other words, when we see him, we like to hide. When anything in the bosom, in the bosom, you're trying to hide something, you know? So, so he says, if I covered, if I covered my, my, my rebellion or my sin, you know, just like Adam, he goes back and refers back to Adam. He says, by hiding mine iniquity, by hiding my sin, he says, I hide my sin. And so, so it's very important that we understand God says his way is a way of holiness. His way is a way of righteousness. And, and we got to follow the path he's already set. Now, let's go back to Psalm 77 once again. Let's go back to Psalm 77 once again. Okay? So we understand now. We understand that his way, the way of God is in the sanctuary. God is in the inside. He's, it's that sacred place where he wants to spend time with us, that time we've set apart. Now, watch the other part of, of God's way, okay? This is a way here that sometimes, oftentimes, we find that we wonder where God is. And there's a reason, okay? Now, Psalm 77, let's look at verse number 19. Look at verse number 19. Verse 19 says, thy way is in the what? The sea. Thy way is in the sea, and thy path in the great waters, and thy footsteps are not known. Thy way is in the sea. Thy way is in the sea, 
and thy path in the great waters, and thy footsteps are not known. God says, now, he says, my way is in the sea. But God, I thought you said your way was in the sanctuary. He said, now, he says, my way is in the sea. What is it about the sea, God? God says, when it comes down to the sea, you know, and, th- and this is what God showed me, and, and many people will love to disagree with this, but you know what? I sit and I thought about that. I said, God, you're so true. Now, whenever you're walking on the beach and you're walking in the water and you're, your foot there, you can feel the sand. Am I correct? You can feel the sand. But when you make another step, do you see those footsteps left there in that water? The water covers those footsteps. It means like it all comes right back together. It covers it right back up. God says, my way is in the sea. So, in other words, sometimes when you're walking, God says that you can't be able to see where he is. He just happened to be carrying you in the sea. Now, not on the sand. This is what the, where the controversy is. I said, God, I've seen all these pictures that God has this you cover carrying, whether it be a man or woman, and they talk about the footsteps in the skin. I searched the scripture, and I never saw anywhere where it says his footstep was in the sand that you could see it. It says his way is in the sea. So when you're walking in the sea, and each step that you take, what's happening, God is covering your footsteps. Why? Because he does not want the devil to know the path that you take. And so, so instead of saying, man, well, God leaving these, 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 God, these is your footprints, you just carry me. God says, Brenda, he allowed me to search the scripture. I couldn't find that. I could find it on a picture somewhere on the wall, but I couldn't find it in the scripture. He said, there are times when, when I'm, 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 you're going through the sea. My way is through the sea. And the reason why, because sometimes the devil can be so hot on your trail that God says, I've got to take you through the sea, which will not over, overshadow or overtake you. I have to cover up your footsteps because once you step in that sand and beneath that water, then what God says, the next time you take another step, he says, I'll cover that back up because I don't want the devil to know what pathway you take it. See, see, the, the, that's the understanding. The way of God. The way of God. We, we, we have to receive the way of God. And then the Bible goes on and he says, And thy path in the great waters, he says, And thy footsteps, no footsteps, and thy, oh my God, and thy footsteps are not known. Sometimes God will travel and he the devil can't find. See, and, and that's so important. See, we've got, we got to recognize that because, see, so often here lately, I said, God, I said, the body of Christ, you know, uh, it's been so much under attack. You know, and, and I said, God, what's going on with all this attack going on? Well, what's going on? God says, it's the enemy. He knows the way I take you all. So, therefore, I'm taking you to a certain place, and you're trying to get to that city to get all those foundations. <laughs> So he said, those different levels of that spiritual growth. He said, but I've got to make sure that the enemy can't follow you. He said, just like it was with Pharaoh. See, you know, Pharaoh was just plain that stupid, just like the devil. See, see, what, what, what God, God took them to, a, to, a, to an obstacle, one that, that they knew that, that there's nothing that they could do. Because there was, there was that great sea that, that they had to travel. But I'm like, how in the world are we going to get across? See, that's our God. See, everything that, that we, we wonder about is not for us to know. 
It's, it's for God. All we have to do is act out of obedience. God said, just stretch out your rod. In other words, stretch out on your faith. God said, I will open up the sea. And while you're walking on dry ground, when you get to your destination, he said, I'm going to turn around. I'm going to close that sea right back up because the devil, he's so stupid. He's going to follow you right up in there. And God said, I'm going to close it right back on him. He said, when you look back, you won't even see your enemy. See, that's the way of God. Now, that's the way of God. You know, uh, you would want to say, God, where are you, God? What's going on? God said, baby, I got you. I'm in the sea. I'm in the sea. You just keep walking. You just keep walking. I'm, I'm in the sea. Because then the, the enemy can't get you. And I said, God, thank you. Because I want to know about the way of God. And how can I keep on walking in the way of God? I, Sister Marshall, I got to live holy. I got to live right. You know, it's not hard to live right, Sister Esther. It's not hard to live right. No. When, you know when it becomes a struggle is when we try to walk both sides of the fence. There is no way, there is no way that, that you can walk both sides of the fence and, and think you're going to keep your balance. There is no way. There's no way. God says there's only one way, and he is the way. He has already set the course. In the sanctuary, spend the time with him. And then when trouble hit, don't worry about it. He just got you in the seat. <laughs> and the enemy can't see the footsteps. He don't even know which way you're traveling. And, and we can always keep that in our mind. That we give him to the enemy too much credit. And we don't give God enough. He said, just follow me. Spend some time with me. Spend time. He said, spend time with me. He said, I miss, I miss the time that we had together. I, I miss the, the laughter that we had together. I, I miss when you when I dropped something to you and went, mm, God, that's good. He God said, I miss all that. I miss that. I miss that. You know, get back. Get back. Get back. Get back. Get back, y'all. Get back. Allow him to walk up and down the sanctuary of our soul. Allow him to do that. Because he misses it. 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 And he wants us to get back to that place where we were. No more excuses, he says. No more excuses. He missed the fellowship. He missed the love. He misses the all. The conversation. He said, I miss it. I miss it. Studying that word? He said, I miss it when you didn't sit down and talk to me today. Or let me talk to you. He said, I miss that. I miss it. That's what the Lord is saying. He said, learn my way. Learn my way. Learn my way. Learn my way. And it's all working all right. Let's give God a hand clap of praise for his word. Amen. Amen. We just thank and praise God. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. We thank you. We thank you for your attention. I pray that you are able to receive something from the word of God. And not only to receive from the word of God, but also walk in obedience with the word of God. And just continue to do what God has called you to do. Amen. Amen. God is an awesome God. He really is an awesome God. He loves us. And he's always a God of another chance. And another chance. And another chance. And another chance. And another. See, when, 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 we, when we are like Adam and we're hiding ourselves from the presence of God because of some infractions or infirmities, God said, come on. Come on. He said, I, he said, I know you messed up. He said, but I still will cover you. He's our club. He's just get back. 
let's get back. And that's what he wants. He wants us to get back. And we just honor the Lord for that. Amen. Amen. I, I, I pray that they have cut off streaming live. Amen. 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 And sometimes we continue on. Amen. Amen. We're just so blessed by, by, by what God is doing. Y'all remember, think about, think about this word this week. Even today, think about it. Think about it. Think about it. There's a spirit that lives